Football, baby! All right, losing sucks, and you know what that means, Travis. It is it is June fifteenth. It is a well, what is today? It's today a Wednesday. Today's a Wednesday, and around here, that is mock draft day. Oh yeah, that's Hallelujah. our new mock draft yeah, day. <laughs> it is it is the self proclaimed mock draft day, the first one of the season for us here at Losing Sucks. We've got a twelve team. Mock draft on sleeper on tap for today's episode. And Travis and I have a lot of players that we uh, disagree on. We're going to see some values kind of go up and down and down and up. Some guys are going to go way too early and we're going to absolutely overreact on Jalen Waddle. It's going to be a lot of fun. Here. I'm excited to see who you reach for, who you think is going to fall back in. Yeah. Well, and you'll you know see what? it. Because we both like a lot of the same guys, so having to reach right. might be a, a popular theme here. For sure. And it's June, so it's overreaction season. Oh, it, yeah. It's adjusting ADP season. If we don't leave this thing with all-star cast, Travis, we've done something terribly wrong. And so that's that's what I'm here for right now. So I see no reason to further ado this um draft. are we gonna be able to get this we're gonna get the draft board on here live right oh of course travis oh, of sweet. course and now that you mention it now that you mention it oh there it is there it is we're gonna go ahead and start this off i like it all right so we'll go ahead and start the draft travis i am drafting from the 10 the four spot you are drafting from the 10 spot and we're starting off here, of Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook. Son of a Start God. off the draft, Travis. And can we talk about how realistic of a scenario this could be if people are out on CMC? Um, didn't mean to rhyme there. That's just how it goes. And I have Christian McCaffrey, and I'm not going to pass him up, Travis. It's a no-brainer. I feel, like, I feel like this is a realistic situation that could happen. Yeah, with, absolutely. With how high people are on Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup, and rightfully so, but I think one of those two, if not both of them, have a chance to go before McCaffrey in your draft. People are yeah. starting to lean so heavy on receiver that these world-class, all-time great running backs will be there. Yeah, and I think one of the things to keep in mind are that uh, – we now have the landscape kind of starting to take shape. You, we just saw a couple wide receivers go off the board right after, of course, your your big, let's call them the big six running backs, Derrick Henry, Taylor Cook, McCaffrey, Harris, and Eckler, and then Jamar, or Jamar. Uh, actually, yeah, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson go number seven, number eight, and then Mixon. So you're left here with an interesting choice, Travis. So it's a non- it's a non-choice to be made here. I'm going to go Cooper Cup with the 110. Hope that CD's there at the turn. I'm punting the elite running back to the third, fourth. That's the plan, Dustin. Okay. 
Okay. If if like Najee or Eckler would have fallen to the 10, I would have thought about it. I, I like DeAndre Swift here. I think he's worth this pick. But there's only a couple guys in the league, in the world, like Cooper Cup. I'm going to start Cooper Cup, hope for Lamb at the turn, and I'll be a very happy uh, mock drafter. Let's go Cooper wow. Cup and see what happens okay, here. Cooper Cup, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams going this high. DeAndre oh. Swift and Diggs. All right. All right so talk, you... I, I talked about the plan. I'm just going to pull the trigger here. Um, okay. I think in a redraft league, I have no issue. The only other player I would take here would be Travis Kelsey. I think he's a huge positional advantage. Obviously, everybody knows that. Sure. However, with, loved... with the way I've yeah. talked about CeeDee Lamb, if he's sitting here, I feel like on brand, I need to take CeeDee Lamb. And Lamb and Cup is very juicy. That's a reach. Uh, <laughs> uh, some might say CD Lamb is, is huge. So, I mean, look, going Travis Kelsey, going CD Lamb here, I can't really blame you either way. Yeah. Um, I think that running back is going to be deeper this year. And so let's let's go ahead and see what happens. Um, stick with your plan, man. Go with CD Lamb. I'm going to go CD and hope that a Cam Akers or etn will fall back in the third so here we go rolling the dice cd lamb cooper cup start i know i don't think i've ever gone wide receiver wide receiver in my life so here we go it's a good year to do it it's a good year to do it um especially at the end of the first beginning of second for sure so now we're here at the the two nine barkley camaro went um andrews and kelsey of course gone this is an interesting point because looking down i mean i've got guys that i like um it's too early for quarterback we know that taking a quarterback here in the first four rounds is kind of a detriment um just strategy wise in terms of replacement value so you know a lot of the the guys i thought might be here um aren't and that is unfortunate um, I'd like to see the lamb. I'll start tilting already. <laughs> no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tilt. I'm not going to tilt. Um, but looking this is at a gross, this is a gross spot. You know, it's not that bad because there are guys further down the board that I don't necessarily dislike, but looking at, you know, value and stuff, it's, it is. Can tough. I ask you a question on Debo Samuel? Sure. Go Do ahead. You, do you think that he gives you anything close to last year? I don't. I think him not wanting to be a running back um, in that offense is huge. So and you're out. At, at price, you're out. At price, because you're going to have to take him in the second round, you know, uh, yeah. realistically. And I, I think that if he doesn't give you a top five wide receiver a year, which is going to be tough to repeat, to say the very least, I think that that's – that's not realistic. That's kind of that's not where I'm really looking for value. Looking at this spot, this is kind of starting to feel really gross. Um, gross. It is gross. There's I no don't doubt. like Javante here. I I I mean, goodness gracious! I'm you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. The I oh, man, it's a it's a single quarterback. It is a single quarterback um, league, league, twelve team league. So I'm if you I'm not gonna the cardinal sin. Goodness. Okay. I saw your you know mouse what? hovering over Josh Allen. <laughs> oh man, this just doesn't feel good. Um, but based on how I want to draft, 
Uh, I'm going to go with value here. Um, and a guy like AJ Brown is just calling to me. Sleeper in my head just said, wow. I said that to myself because he's the number two on his own team, which is crazy. Wow. All right. So (laughs) full, full disclosure, I was hoping Mike Evans would make it back to me and he did not. Mike Evans is Full disclosure, last show, we agreed redraft Mike Evans over AJ Brown. Are you wearing Dynasty goggles right now? No, no, not at all. Oh, man, I should have gone Evans. I'll be honest with you. I should have gone Evans. That one hurts. Oh, I should have uh, done A die says Aaron Jones, Dustin. That is who, if we were guessing, I would have guessed that you yeah. would have gone Aaron, Aaron Jones, Jones. Aaron Jones was going to be my pick. Uh, if I wasn't going to go, oh, man, I don't know what. I thought, okay, I thought one of them was going to make it back, and that is a mistake on my part. And now it's, we are it's left- really nice to see sleeper coming around to the fact that Kyle Pitts in a redraft is nowhere near the number one tight end. No. Yeah. I mean, the tight end four coming off the board in, in the third round is still high praise. Um, But man, looking at some of these guys, I don't love this. Like it's, it's, I'm looking at some of my guys. What do you not uh, like about Leonard Fournette here? Is it I just mean, a personal preference? You don't have love for Lenny? Kind of. I mean, he should smash, right? And maybe I have to take him here in the third. I mean, it's going to be a great offense. He's going to be peppered with targets. You know what? I can't really play the whole he might get he might get injured game. So we don't I think play I that have, way at losing sucks. That's right. So I'm going to go with Lenny and hope he stays healthy. And hopefully all that workload continues to roll in. Um, Zeke, Javante, go. I mean, that's that's a solid solid position. Who are you looking at here now? Um, we haven't seen anything crazy happen. I think I'm surprised Kittle. I mean, Kittle's still holding value. I feel like there have been some concerns with his injury history. Javante Williams finally going right before your pick. Um, obviously splitting carries with with Melvin. Yeah, Ben in the chat says T Higgins. And if you know, Travis, you know, he's not taking a wide receiver two this early. Uh, that would be a, he's the wide receiver two on his team. B I've right. already got Cooper cup and CD lamb. This turn is almost guaranteed for me to be running back, running back, especially given the two guys that I hoped would be here in cam makers and ETN on the way back in the fourth. So we're going to say cam makers here. Cross my fingers that in the next four picks, Sleeper doesn't reach too far down. Higgins goes Metcalf, Herbert, Deontay Johnson, and ETN made it back to you. I That's love it. Interesting stack. Interesting. I like I like it. We know that we love ETN in this league. And, I mean, really, in redraft, I'm a huge fan. Dynasty, huge fan. I've been a champion of him this entire time. Um, here's Here's my strategy right here. The reason why I'm going ETN, and I don't mm-hmm. know that he is a top 12 running back. We don't know that. Sure. However, when I scroll down the board, at my next pick, that group of receivers is Allen Robinson, Sutton, Mike Williams, Hollywood Brown. That is loaded. I will get one of those guys at the next turn. 
as a yeah. third receiver. So to take receiver here in Terry McLaurin, I feel like he's in the same tier as those guys. Um, Montgomery and Connor, I got nothing against both of those guys. Uh, I've already said how I feel about Dobbins a lot. I, sure. I'm not in love with JK um, like I am with ETN. You have turned me on to ETN. I think he's going to be peppered with targets. Catchy word there in the fantasy community. <laughs> but with how safe I believe good. Akers is, because we don't play the injury game too much here, I think his floor is, is awesome as a top 12 to 15 running back. Sorry, Jacob. I will go the upside of ETN and pair him with Akers, and we'll keep this thing rolling. I like it. So ETN followed by Montgomery. Terry McLaurin is an interesting one here in the fourth round. Hasn't reported to camp yet. Josh Jacobs and Connor, of course, and then Darren Waller off the board. Um, Terry McLaurin, he's an interesting... I think that was a bit of a reach. Um, I worry about really any offense led by Carson Wentz. Um, but here I am. I mean, I've got McCaffrey, Fournette here in the fourth round. A.J. Brown. I, I am left wondering... What comes across your mind when you see the name Jalen Waddle right there? Um, that he's not going to be on my team. Uh, Interesting. Jalen Waddle's a good wide receiver. I feel like that's that that's not going to be disputed. It's that Is he better than Tyreek Hill. Um, no. <laughs> some, no. Some some have said on Twitter this week they expect Jalen Waddle to out touch and out target Tyreek Hill. Which is I've got wild like, to me. I think there's like 140 million reasons why that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, Jalen Waddle did great last year's rookie season when he was competing with Devontae Parker and Mike Gesicki. Nobody. He's he's got Tyreek Hill and um, still a question mark at Tua, so not really uh, going to front load with Jalen Waddle here. In... I would have to see Waddle in the, in the late fifth or sixth. Sure. To take um, here. I mean, this is kind of where I have to look at roster construction and I want some sure things. I want guys that I, I think will produce. I mean, obviously Brees Hall is a, is a huge favorite of mine. Um, but I feel Can like I this... guess. Go ahead. It can't impact like you have to let me know. I've already got my guy. All right. I mean, I've already got I already know who I'm picking here. So okay. Is it Michael Pittman? It is Michael Pittman. All right. It is Michael Pittman. I'm gonna I take like him pick, here actually in the fourth round. And I look, Michael Pittman is the one on his offense. He now has a huge upgrade, and we've talked about it on previous shows in Matt Ryan. He's going to be a monster this season and i feel like he is a slept on alpha he he reminds me of a mike evans type uh except for i i feel like he's um he's he's not as as hindered i guess as mike evans was he's not pigeonholed into being this or he shouldn't be at least into being this just deep ball threat michael Pittman does a lot of things well and he doesn't have the target competition as a mike evans has um so I Michael like Pittman. I think he's a great compliment to AJ Brown as your one. Because yeah, AJ Brown's going to give you some huge weeks. Yeah. 
but he's also going to give you some fours and fives. I don't think sure. Pittman gives you fours and fives hardly ever with Matt Ryan throwing in the ball. I so would agree. I think his floor with the upside of AJ Brown is a very good balance. I love I love the pick. And you're yeah, back I'm, on. Yeah, I'm back here in the fifth. Um, let's see. Who do we have here? We got, I mean, Kyler Murray's looking me in the face. Um, Allen Robinson and Cortland Sutton are two guys that we have gone back and forth on on this show. And it's, look, it's between one of those two for me right now. Um, I like Brees Hall right there. He's He feels good. I feel like, a running back though, <clears throat> excuse me, in my, you know, in, in, in the roster construction that we have, we start three wide receivers in this league. So I'm inclined to go wide receiver here. If this were a two wide receiver league though, if this were just a two wide receiver, I'd probably be looking at running back. My starters are filled at wide receiver. And then now you just kind of go with the, the guaranteed touches, the points in your flex. Um, but since I need another starter and I have someone who could be tethered to Matt Ryan or not Matt Ryan, uh, Matt Stafford or Russell Wilson, I'm going to go with the guy I believe should have a better season. And that for me is Cortland Sutton. Oh my gosh. I have not swayed your opinion in a single show yet. Nope. As <laughs> Alan Robinson goes, Brees Hall, Clyde Edwards, a layer here in the fifth. Interesting. <laughs> and we're back to you at the five ten. I, I'm with with a die. I'm with Ben. I thought you were going to go Lamar Jackson. I think Jacob has put out some tweets months ago, photographic memory of how efficient and high ceilinged, as we all know, Lamar Jackson is. I think he does have a huge year. I thought you would go Lamar Jackson and then on the way back, go Bateman for the stack. However, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. You love Cortland Sutton. I like you putting your money where your mouth is. Allen Robinson goes right after Lamar. Uh, yeah. Brees Hall, Clyde Edwards, and Amari are three guys that I won't touch anyway, so I like that they went right before me. For sure. If Amari falls another round, I think I'm in. I feel like in the sixth, there's not really a better value. So right here, um, I am in between the upside of Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, or a favorite of mine and Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney will definitely the be there on the way back here and to start the six because he's very far down the board. Yeah. However, Hollywood Brown is another name that I love here. Hmm. Here's my debate with Hollywood Brown versus Mooney. Okay. For the first six weeks, right. Hollywood Hollywood should score some more points than Mooney. He should do very well. When DeAndre Hopkins comes back, I don't know what that looks like. Has there I been think... a situation where Hollywood has ever been the number two on his team? Do we have any kind of recollection yeah. of how that went? Yeah, it was last year, and he smashed. He was the number two? He was the number two to Mark Andrews, absolutely. Okay, that's true. Mark Andrews is the one there. Yeah, and he's the one there this year too. I um, think <laughs> I think it'll be DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown, and then Zach Ertz will be the three in that offense. Okay. Um, 
I know Mooney will be there. I'm okay waiting on quarterback and tight end. Uh, don't love the running backs here. I think Miles Sanders is my favorite still on the board. Yeah, looking at the running backs here. Yeah, it could get real ugly real quick here. It could. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Actually, I'm going to go with Miles Sanders, and I will grab either Hollywood or Mooney on the way back. I like it. I like I like Miles Sanders. I think he has a, a really nice bounce back year, and I hate not having a third big time running back name. So Miles Sanders, it is for me here. It might feel like a reach, but I think it's the right play. Yeah, I totally get it. And Mooney made it back to you after Thomas Hawkinson and Harris go around Hollywood Brown. That's, man, that's a a solid team. So what I do here is look down at the 7-8 turn. I see Juju Lockett. Devontae Smith, Ayuk, Bateman, Renfro. There are some receivers there. Um, so it is tempting to go Kyler Murray. However, I cannot do that because I don't like Kyler Murray. Oh, wow. The disrespect. I, he does what? not bring me joy on Sunday. I think he's an incredibly frustrating player to watch. I don't hate him like I hate Russell Wilson. Um, Let's ride. Ooh. Oof. But, but I, uh, I can't Spice. do that. I can't take Kyler here. I just, he's, he's a bad luck charm. Round, for me, okay? That's, that's value. That's value for Kyler rushing upside. I mean, that's, I get it. But at the same time, uh, I mean, you got to stick to your guns. You, if you're not a fan, you're not a fan, but I think Kyler Murray, man, in the sixth round, uh, that's, that's still really good value. I think when he comes back, it's going to be, or when it comes back to me, it'll be Brady Stafford. And I'm great with either one of those with the stack with cup or Brady by himself, Gronk later since I'm punting tight in. So let's just see. Probably. I mean, I, I totally understand taking Kyler here in the six. It might be silly not to, but I'm going to go with guys that I absolutely love. And Darnell Mooney is one of them. So I'm going right. Mooney here. Go Mooney. Stick with your guns. In the six, that's that's solid value. Murray follows right after. Wow, follow. I, you know what? Some some guys went off the board that I did not expect to see go off the board. That was pretty wild. Um, we got some catching up to do real quick here in the chat. We got some machine gun K Mad, who is in a sleeper league with me. Okay, really knows the like stuff. It. Welcome to the chat. Welcome in. Uh, let's catch up here. Run through these comments. And then talk sure. me through your mindset for this pick. So, yeah. So, obviously, no one is a fan of Kyler's height. That was never why he was drafted. Uh, he, he he was drafted because he runs around very fast like a drunken toddler. And that's what we want in a quarterback. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Hollywood <laughs> versus... That's what we want, a drunken toddler? That is what we want. Um you know what? I feel like, and of course, Jacob comes in with a solid logical argument of he'll root for whoever scores in the most fancy points. And <laughs> I, I love that. Um, now, bold strategy about, there. Well, yeah, very bold strategy. Um, but looking at who is available now and how I want to build my team, 
So obviously there's some wide receivers left. Wide receivers plenty deep um, right now. You could I could probably wait another couple rounds and be okay. I kind of have my eye on a couple guys, so I'm not going going to overreact. Here is about where the last couple running backs I would consider um, being in my flex. I'm up um, between Elijah Mitchell and AJ Dillon. I like AJ Dillon a lot this year, to be honest with you. I think that he's going to, he's going to be a great, great player. He's going to be their goal line guy. I think he also has the ability to catch a lot of passes this year as will, you know, Aaron Jones. And if Aaron Jones were to go down, AJ Dillon is now a full on bell cow in an Aaron Rodgers offense. So I'm going to go with AJ Dillon here and see how the rest of my roster will fill out. It's hard not to like that pick. I mean, Dillon I'm a fan. Pretty safe. Like you know exactly what you're going to get, and then you right. also know that if Jones gets banged up, he's right. a plug and play top five guy. Absolutely, that's pretty nice. And now here in the seventh round, um, boy, I <laughs> it is hard not to look directly at Jalen Hurts. Um, having that in the AJ Brown stack, um, that. That makes my heart do things. And man, that I don't know. Here's my question. Why do you hesitate with Jalen Hurts after what he just did, knowing you also have AJ Brown? If you like Kyler Murray in the fifth, why? I mean, in the sixth or the fifth, why do you not like Hurts in the seventh? Why would you go a different direction? Well, I mean, just thinking about, okay. There are guys like a Trey Lance, you know, available later in the draft. Yeah. You know, um, you know, <laughs> well, I mean, speaking just purely from a fantasy standpoint, we know that's going to be an offense where he's going to run. And we like but that. What if he sucks? We don't know. You told me this week yeah. after week. We don't yeah. know enough about Trey Lance. To we know absolutely he doesn't don't. suck. Well, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like you can get him three rounds later and then also insulate that pick. Granted, you probably lose a round of value if you're having to insulate it with a Kirk Cousins or a Derek Carr. Um, But the upside of that pick is, you know, league winning. You know, if he does well and he's running all over the place, it's something to consider. But anyway, the thought process is not going to be long and difficult. I'm going with Jalen Hurts here. I like Um, it. And I feel like in the seventh round, that is extreme value for legitimately a league winning quarterback. And now I have his top weapon. Um, So it it feels good. It feels good to draft this team. All right. Into the seventh here. Lockett, Cooks, Juju. I was I was really hoping Juju fell right here. One more pick. Russell and Dak fly off the board. Um, as I look at team 11 and 12 after me here, 12 already has Herbert team 11 will likely go next best quarterback, which according to the board is Aaron Rodgers, which would leave me with the choice of Brady or Stafford, which was the plan. So that gives me some freedom here to look at tight end. I don't love it. Ertz. Dawson Knox. Okay. Um, they're all the same to me right here. So hey, and they probably it. will be in another round or two. Uh, let's see. Running backs. We've got Kareem Hunt, Singletary, <laughs> Pollard. It gets ugly really quick. 
Ben says, I like him big and I like him big. I like him chunky. I, <laughs> what, what a line, man. What a line. That's a, that's a common thing, man. A little, a little thickness with two C's. That's right. Um, All right, man. So what I'm going to grab another receiver here. I don't like the running backs. I think okay. I will like a running back at the next turn. Ooh, who's when it going to be? That tight end. Oh, man. If you don't take what uh, the answer is, I got to tell you right be, now, it should be Rashad Bateman. It should be Rashad Bateman. It absolutely yeah. should be. It really um, should. And let me tell you why, because he is going to be the number one on that offense and the number one receiver, I should say. And he legitimately could challenge to be the number one target on that offense. Um, yeah. So I would say go Bateman there and figure out quarterback later. I think, yeah, I think quarterback is the eight the eight oh three here and five picks you I think will lock Brady? Up. um I'm still between Brady and Stafford. I really love the Rams offense. However, I already have Cup and Akers. That's a lot of Rams offense. So it'll well, probably you, probably be Brady. You went full Chiefs last year and that uh yes. I, how did that work out for you? The so Chiefs went through some pick. growing pains last year in the beginning of the season, if you can do that. They absolutely Being how good they are. Um, the only one I would consider other than Bateman would be Ayuk, but we just said Trey Lance could suck, and we know that Lamar Jackson does not suck. For I want sure. a piece of the Ravens offense. I won't I don't like the prices of all the other pieces, so I'll go Rashad Bateman here. I love the pick. You know I love Bateman. Yep. He is a favorite of mine. Aaron Rodgers goes off the board. You've got a good selection right here. All right. Let me look at this board here. We've got team six with no quarterback and everybody else with a quarterback. I don't see anybody taking a second quarterback. Not in a one quarterback league. Uh, I don't see them taking it at this point because they don't have their starting rosters filled. Um, So that leaves me with Brady Stafford Derek Carr as my personal next three. And I'm fine with that. I think Derek Carr has a big year. If somebody does take Brady and Stafford, okay, then Derek Carr should be there. So let's get a little deeper here. And gosh, these running backs are ugly, man. This might, this is why it's tough to go cup lamb at the start because you miss out on a Barkley or yeah, Aaron Jones or Fournette. That's that's tough. But yeah, Akers, Machine ETN, Gun Sanders. He would, go, he would go Stafford is who Machine Gun says he would go. Uh, Yeah. I just I think he will be there on the way back because he's not the number one on the board. I don't think Dustin takes a second. And if nope. there's a team that takes a second, it would be Brady. So I will see. Uh, I'm not ready for these running. I'm still not ready for the running backs. So I'm either Elijah Moore, Devontae Smith, Ayuk. Any consideration towards Cordero Patterson, who does have cross-positional availability? Zero consideration. I think it was a one-hit wonder of the year. Okay. All right. Fair enough. At least this high. I mean, I don't think he goes that high on most draft boards, um, ADP-wise, but he might. I'm not willing to pay it over the upside of some other guys, though. Okay. Elijah Moore, I I think, is a pretty safe pick. It might get a little crowded there with the rookie and 
Corey Davis and Barrios. Sure. Hmm. This is tough. That is tough. I've already got a piece of the Eagles offense, so I can't go Sanders and Smith and then have Hertz and AJ Brown go off and leave me with nothing. That makes sense. You've also got uh, no tight end, right? Yeah, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go Hunter Renfro. Really? And wow. Over Iuke, over Elijah Moore. Wow. Okay. All I right. Think so it doesn't feel good. It really I mean, it's doesn't. a half point PPR. Uh, I or Renfro will have a role there. He, we've talked about it on the show. He's good enough to warrant his own spot on that offense. So, um, I don't know how he much is. of an upside there is, um, with, with Hunter Renfro, but, um, personally, I'm probably going Iuke. I'm probably going Elijah Moore here, just ceiling play. But yeah, uh, Hunter Renfro is a, he's a super reliable asset. Man, if I get screwed on Brady Stafford, I'm going to be really upset. I, I know I like Carr. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Gosh, I'm sorry for the delay here. It's all right. Got to make the pick, man. Got to make it. Right now. Got to make the Let's pick. Let's go. Oh, man. It's all right, man. It's just a mock draft. <laughs> it's just a mock let's draft. Go, uh, let's go Elijah Moore here. There you go. Elijah Moore. That feels good. All right. Singletary goes Ayuk. Dom Brady does go. And Hunter Renfro goes right before my pick. That is leaving me with um, some interesting decisions. Um, but decisions I am okay with nonetheless. I'm going to look at the tight ends, see where they leave me. I mean, they're all very, very similar. Um and I'm okay waiting, to be honest with you. Um, we're kind of in that zone where you, if you don't have one of the main ones, you wait um, because you're talking a difference of five, ten points on the season um, for a lot of these guys. So I'm going to wait, and I'm going to take Matthew Stafford to to really stick it to Travis. <laughs> no, I won't. You're going to ruin your draft doing that. Absolutely, I will. I will take everyone down. Um, but looking here, so looking at roster, uh, at my roster, I, I've got some interesting pieces. I've got running backs. I've got wide receivers. Um, my thought process right here is who can I take that legitimately has the opportunity to be a, a difference maker on their team or on a team. And I, I I want to guess before you say it too. I already think I know who I want on my team, um, but I will let you guess. Go ahead and let me let me look at a few guys. Okay, I think I know who I'm going to pick. Um, go ahead. Who do you think it's going to be? My guess for a redraft is going to be Zach Ertz. It is not. It is not going to be oh, Zach Ertz. Okay, not going to be Zach Ertz. So I I want a guy who can possibly be the running back one on an offense. And you know what? I, oh, my gosh. How did I miss this? Of course you're taking him. Go ahead. And, no, and I, I really I really want you to explain this because I have a, a very solid argument against this man. Okay. Well, I, I'm looking at James Cook. Um, what? Yeah. I'm looking at James Cook. 
Why um, not? I thought you took Jace, uh, Chase Edmonds over Cook very I, recently. No, uh, James Cook was not available. Chase Edmonds was there um, okay. in that draft. But Chase Edmonds, I like. But my my thoughts are, okay, Chase Edmonds or James Cook. James Cook could be the best running back on that team and be in a better offense, whereas Chase Edmonds, um, you've got guys like uh, Raheem Mostert. You've got guys like Sony Michelle who could take goal line work. Yes, I, I um, agree with that. I think Chase Edmonds is a risky pick. I think that the higher upside and you know, as a fourth running back, I feel like James Cook has enough juice to get me to where I want to go in an offense. I'm also thinking about Rashad Penny because it's not a given that Kenny Walker is just outright the only guy. We saw Rashad Penny have a huge end of the season last year. Granted, we know the injury history. We know the the whole prospect and everything. But James Cook and Rashad Penny, I'm not going to write off Rashad Penny, but James Cook is very interesting in this offense, so I'm going to go James Cook. Would this um, be your first share of James Cook in any format? It would be. It would be. I don't have a lot of him. Um, so I'll tell you why I did that. Um, so obviously, I think wide receiver is deeper in this draft. As we kind of get into these guys, there's more value to be found. Also, there's one guy that I know I can pick right now and still get the other two guys I'm hoping to get later on in the draft. And I think you're going to really like this one. I feel like this one might be a little don't bit of a it. reach. Um, but here we go. Um, I'm going to go with one Russell Gage. Oh my gosh. I was going Gage here at nine ten. Yeah. So Russell like Gage, um, I like him here so much because as we know, Chris Godwin out for probably at least half the season coming back. We don't know what he is. Tom Brady's already come out and said that he expects or needs Russell Gage to have a big year. And I've gotten thinking about it. Russell Gage is one of the best wide receivers in separation and getting open. And that's what Tom Brady covets the most out of a wide receiver. And that's what really builds that bond of trust with him and a wide receiver. I expect Russell Gage to have a huge year um, in any format. I feel like yeah. he's going to be that number two option on that offense. He was getting ready to get picked by me. Um, Team 7 says, forget you. I'm going with the second quarterback. In the ninth, Man. and snipes Matt Stafford. A dream Ooh. of a mock draft has just gone up in Ooh, flames at the quarterback. Absolutely position. falling apart here. <laughs> I but can't hey, believe that just more. <laughs> Yeah, that was not worth it. It was really not worth it. Oof. Um, I should have locked him up because I'm probably fine with any of the receivers here. Team seven Lazard just like, could have engaged. <laughs> doesn't care about your feelings. <laughs> Team seven. He's going to roll with James Conner and, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire this year. So And, team seven. and DeAndre Hopkins in a redraft. That's beautiful drafting there. That's right. Go get it, man. Team seven. Um, okay, well, if, <laughs> if second quarterbacks are going off the board, then I definitely want to grab Derek Carr here. I think he has a very, very good season. I said... On April 7th in the airport in Cabo, while texting you, Derek wow. Carr goes for 5,000 yards and 35, yep. 36, I think, 36 touchdowns. 
that's 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 not unreasonable. You know, I think he, the weapons are are absolutely gorgeous. I will his, take yeah. Derek Carr here. Derek Carr's touchdown rate last year was way below where it should have been for how many yeah. pass attempts and yards he had. So I love the Derek Carr pick. Um, yeah, absolutely right, Machine Gun. Yeah, Team Seven's like, yeah, if I'm not winning, neither <laughs> Travis. So they I, know I'm, that would have made me so nice. But again, maybe it's a silver lining because having Cup and Acres and Stafford feels a little heavy for me. So maybe they save me from myself. For sure, everything happens for a fantasy reason here. So go ahead and pick Carr, and we'll move on to the next pick. See who the fantasy gods don't want you to have here at this turn. I don't think there's any way that 11 or 12 go past Watson and Lance to get Carr. I know I, I know I just said that with Stafford. I was say, yeah. They would have to pass two more. Even if they both went quarterback, Carr's there. Yeah. So, hmm. It's possible. I'm going to go ahead and grab my tight end here. That okay. I like, just in case they get a little. Is it cheap. is it Fryermuth? Doesn't have one. No, is it's it Fryermuth? It's, it's Cole Komet. Oh, you jerk! I'm gonna go Komet. I don't want Team oh. Twelve to go back to back tight in here and steal two guys that I oh, like. So that I'm hurts. gonna go Komet in the ninth. That hurts. Look at oh, that! Man. Look at that! Look what you started, Trap. Oh man, that hurts. <laughs> followed really, by two tight ends. I really wanted Komet. I really wanted Komet. Uh, you can have Jalen Hurts. That one doesn't feel great, um, but here we are. Derek Carr off the board. I feel really, really good about that turn. Penny Gordon Spiller. I like the Spiller pick Sky more, and here we are at my pick in the 10th. Um, there are some some good plays here. Um, looking down, I, I mean, obviously I need a tight end, and Rob Gronkowski is staring me in the face. Um, I don't hate it. And we've we've also got other guys on the board. I'm loving that um, Alan Lazard is still here, and uh, I'm I'm good with it. So I think I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go Rob Gronkowski here. I like it. Um, what if he doesn't play? Are you scared about that? Not really. I feel like it, I feel like he is going to be there. Um, what if he and Brady have like a falling out on the golf course or something? Man, I the only thing I feel like Gronkowski would fall down on a golf course for is for drinking too much. Um, so I'm gonna go Gronk probably, and twelve yeah, team. I mean, uh, twelve rounds here, so you've only got two picks after this to right. round out your right. favorite twelve. So I'm gonna go Gronk, um, and Deshaun Watson goes. Hunter Henry and Ronald Jones, and I lost out on Lazard. <laughs> um, it's okay. I had a backup. I had a backup. Um, All right. So right now, I'm in between two guys, um, which is not a sentence I take lightly. Um, I'm deciding between two players. How about that? If you do this and... to me again, I'm going to reach to the through the <laughs> camera and grab your throat. <laughs> so I'm looking at Christian Kirk. <laughs> Oh, thank um, you. I love um, the pick. I'm not looking at Kenny Galladay. Okay. Um, so right now it's Christian Kirk or Jacoby Myers. And I love both for you. I love that. Um, <laughs> but I also really like Jarvis Landry. 
Um, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> and he's just, he is a favorite player of mine. And I feel like taking him here in the 11th would just make me happy um, because Travis wouldn't have him. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers. He's the number one option in that offense. And I feel like he's going to be a nice, nice asset. Um, look, I believe wholeheartedly in Mac Jones. We know I'm a Mac Jones truther. And I feel like he's going to show people, and that offense is going to show people just how good he is. So Jacoby Myers is the pick here in the 11th to give me that extra wide receiver help. Christian Kirk off the board, and we are back to Travis. Are you thinking here about taking Jarvis Landry? I know you love him. He is your son. He is in the queue. Good. Ronald Jones, I thought, would make it to the end of the 11th and be my fourth running back. I was going to be really happy with that. However, was that, was that Ronald Jones? Yeah, so what that tells me is back in the eighth round, I kind of created a snowball effect here for myself. Had yep. I gone Stafford or Carr or Brady there in the eighth, I'm okay with receiver here, whether it be Landry, Boyd, Rondale, there's there's options that shouldn't be too far from Elijah Moore. Yeah. If I was if I should like if I would have gone quarterback like I should have in eighth, Brady. Yep. I still get commit in the ninth. In the tenth, I'm able to pull the trigger on Ronald, get my fourth running back, and then go receiver here. So in hindsight, and, and we'll review this draft, but just looking at it right now, that's what I should have done because these running backs are absolutely gross. <laughs> okay. Um Man, if I had to take a running back here, it's probably Naeem Hines. Okay. Or I don't mind it. Daryl Williams. I, I think he's going to have a nice role in that offense. Too far down for me right here, though. Receivers, I'm going to go. I like the volume of Jarvis Landry. I think he's 800 to 1,000 yards, seven to eight touchdowns. I think he is as okay. good as anybody on that team. Michael Thomas, we do not know what is ever going on with him. So Jarvis Landry Never. could step into a high-volume spot there. I'll go Jarvis. Maybe a bit of a reach, but I... Love me some Jarvis Landry. Okay. Kenny Galladay goes off the board right after. I like Kenny G um, this late. I mean, uh, a possible wide receiver one. Um, you're here in the last round um, of our draft. And here, I mean, honestly, anything after like the, the 11th round or so, 10th, 11th round, I'm, uh, ADP kind of goes out the window for me. It's yep. more of a finding guys you think will be useful finding guys that are going to have that role in the offense. Um, there's a couple for me. Um, what do you think about guys like, um, you know, you got guys like Naeem Hines, you got Rondale Moore that is still out there. Um, I look at running backs kind of like Marlon Mack and Kenny Gainwell, who realistically could end up having huge roles in their offense. Um, so what are your thoughts? I don't on guys think like there's that? a path for Gainwell to have a huge role with AJ Brown, Smith, Goddard, Sanders. I think last year was a little bit fluky because they ran at an abnormal rate and used their running backs sure. out of the backfield yeah. at an abnormal rate. Um, 
Henderson and Gainwell are both my own handcuffs, given that I have Akers and Sanders, which is it's a nice security blanket. Um, but only having three running backs, one, two of them coming off of pretty serious injuries. Mm-hmm. I think I need somebody um with standalone value that I can plug and play and get eight to ten PPR points from. I will go Hines here. I think I've always liked his talent, um, but he's getting praise from the coaching staff. And I I just think that offense is going to be pretty solid. The division is as easy as it gets. And if something were to happen to Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines is going to get a lot of work. So let's go Naeem Hines here. I like it. Hines off the board, Irv Smith, Pickens. Rashad White is one that I had my eye on as well especially having Lenny um, Henderson going off and then fields here in the 12th. Um, there are some more value plays out here though, because I'm looking at guys like, you know, DJ Chark who realistically could have a good sized role in what should be a much improved offense. Yeah. What know, does that mean? What is that? I don't have love for DJ Chark, but when you say good size role, Given yeah, that they so have Jameson, Amonra, Hawkinson, Swift, what does that mean? What does good size mean to you? I mean, he could have you know an eighteen to twenty percent target share. You know, he's he's a guy that plays outside. He's still got talent. You know, he's not my favorite wide receiver, but what I'm looking for here this late are guys who could ascend to be the top target in their offense. You know, DeAndre Swift isn't going to be the top target, in, you know, for the Lions. You know, Amonra could, Amonra could and should be, but guys who realistically have a path towards being that guy, and DJ Chark looks like that to me. Marlon Mack realistically could be the starting running back for the Texans. Um, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I'm not looking at you know guys like Odell. Devontae Parker is a huge no ma'am. And I'm just looking there's a around. lot of love for Noah Fant out here right now in the fantasy community. I like Noah Fant. I like Noah Fant. Given a that lot. you've got Gronk, who's not in the league currently, is there <laughs> anything intriguing about a tight end here? Or do you think you just wait because there's a group of them that you still no, like? No, I would wait because the difference between a Noah Fant to me and, you know, uh, geez, who, what other tight ends are there? Um, Adai says Joku. Tim Patrick is the only choice. Yeah, David and Joku, or Robert, <laughs> He's not uh, Evan Ingram. I mean, not a like. What it, what really is the difference between Gerald Everett and Noah Fant, other than Gerald Everett is on a much better offense. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. So for me, Tim Patrick, no, absolutely not. Uh, at at best, he's the third best option, and I don't handcuff wide receivers at all. Um, <laughs> I know do you I, think, do you think Devonte Parker's actually the one there? I know you drafted Myers before him. No, I think Jacoby Myers is the one there. Do you, uh, would you be shocked if Devonte Parker, if healthy led the team in fantasy points at the receiver position? Yes. Yes, I would. You would. Okay. I would. Um, so for me here, looking at this, it's between DJ Chark and Marlon Mack. Um, just because I believe in, taking running backs with higher upside. Um, I, look, I, I'm I'm almost tempted to take in a gain well, but I'm I'm going to take I'm gonna take Marlon Mack because I feel like he could be the starter there. Um that's it, a name that nobody is talking about. 
I mean, some people have you mentioned could get him. him. You can get him as a throw-in in almost any any deal. You could. You really could. I mean, they just drafted a guy. Damian Pierce is, you know, realistically a guy that that could and should be there. They're starting running back, but you're talking about 11th, 12th round guys where a fourth round rookie has to come in and, you know, beat out Marlon Mack, who did tear his Achilles, but he had promise before that injury, and it is a toss-up. And that's what you look for later in the the, the draft is uncertain situation. Everybody has probably heard of the ambiguous backfield, you know, theory. So, like, you know, Machine Gun says Shark. Shark was going to probably be my next pick. Um, so it's just kind of things you got to look out for. What is it about DJ Shark that you guys like? Well, because at that point, he if he, has... if he was Gage, if, if the name Russell Gage on that offense with Godwin's injury was replaced by DJ Chark, fine, I get it. But with yeah. Hawkinson, Amonra, Jamison, Swift, like how much do we think the Lions are going to throw? I mean, they'll throw enough. I, Jamison Williams isn't going to play for probably half the season. Um, you know, you've got... Uh, Hawkinson, yeah, he'll be a target. Amon-Ra could be there. But again, at that point, you're getting that late in the season. I'm not necessarily assuming health. You know, I'm assuming if something happens to someone on that team, DJ Chark only gets better. You know, okay. you're talking about... I need about, to do a little probably, bit more research on, on what they are expecting him to do. Yeah, I, well, I mean, he's coming off of a, of a season-ending injury, but they signed him to the ex-receiver role, and they don't have one currently. You know, so yeah. I'm... I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of there. Um, Lions right, are going to be at, better. Let's look at this board real quick. Let's sure. Let's. Well, I let's think dissect. Lions are going to be better than people than people give them credit for. Dustin has been a Lions fan since day one of losing <laughs> sucks. I guess I am uh, a closet Lions fan. I I don't know what an it is. Inner division rival who has won almost as many championships as Chicago. Wow. <laughs> um. Who do you who pops to you as? That is a great value at the price that they went. Pick one that just that you see pops out to you, and I will tell you mine. So I really love your pick of Bateman. Um, Bateman was probably my favorite in the seventh round, end of the seventh round, to get a wide receiver who could end up being a high-end wide receiver too. Um, I feel like that was a huge value there. Um, looking around... I mean, obviously, I love my pick of Russell Gage in the ninth. You're you're getting the number two option probably on a on one of the top five offenses in the league. That look should... at the guys that Gage is going around. Yeah, you're talking Christian Watson, Olave. I mean, Renfro and and Robert Woods. You know, are you kidding me? That's like, an that's an unbelievable value there. Yeah, and I uh, I'm not just saying that. I I have Gage everywhere possible i i think sure but the fantasy industry has come around on gauge quite a bit in the last month or two yeah uh um, he's still going that late when does jacob that correct itself out, and when is um, that going to be too late jacob throwing out a great point in mike williams that was in the sixth. that was my person too um that is a massive value you're probably i mean mike williams was a wide receiver one for half the season last year and yeah. finished as the wide receiver 12. So Mike Williams could smash and get, look, if it's not a I fluke, I, I thought Mike Williams over Mooney for yeah quite some time. 
Yeah, uh, and Cooks in the seventh, yeah, solid wide receiver one on his team. He's going to finish as a wide receiver two, um, so why not? You're you're essentially playing with house money there. I mean, if you if you I mean, look at Team Six. He pushed wide receiver and still ended up with Allen Robinson and Brandon Cooks. So uh, I don't I don't hate that. I, I personally would have gone Mike Williams there. Um, but man, what what a strategy would be if you just pound the other positions and then in the middle rounds it's just wide receiver wide receiver wide receiver and then you end up with that team why geez team six has such a that's a solid team you have two solid tight ends two i mean three great running backs you're talking about trey lance has upside and if he hits awesome trade brady away if if he doesn't hit you have tom brady i mean that's yeah i i don't I don't dislike team six at all. I think um, there's a group, there's a group there for team two from the six eleven to the nine, two. That is so gross. Really even including the 10th. Well, you know what? You're going to find redraft teams like that, that I mean, what is the deal with Kent Walker over Elijah Mitchell, AJ Dillon? It's no, Oh no, no. He went right after he went right after him after him. But Kenneth Walker, it's it's that he was their running back choice in the second round. He's a rookie. He should. He's There's the no guy way they, in redraft he's within one or two picks no. of AJ Dillon. Kenneth Elijah Walker Mitchell. is not. I me. I'm out on Kenneth Walker to be honest. This season, like he's not going to get the workload. He's not going to get the receiving work because that is not what Seattle does. I I'm just out on him. I I don't want him on my team. I'll let someone else take that landmine. And, you know, you're essentially you're praying for a touchdown each week to make that game possible because you're going to have a lot of games, especially with how bad that offense and defense are going to be after losing Bobby Wagner and everyone else that Kenneth Walker may rush for 30 to 40 yards and no touchdown. And you're stuck holding the bag. But so they followed a risky pick in Walker with back to back Lions receivers, one of them out. And then in the ninth, we need a little security. We'll go with a rookie who's behind Jarvis Landry. At least I think he is. I yeah. Through six weeks, do you think Alave or Landry plays the most snaps? Um, probably Landry, but I know they love Alave. Um, but it's like that for for ninety percent of rookie receivers. Sure, they don't play as many snaps as somebody. Yeah, it'll take some time. Landry Landry's going to live in that slot. Yeah, Landry um, is is going to be he's the only proven thing on that team um outside of I, And we're talking Mira. like Michael we're talking like Michael Thomas is not there, but we don't know if he is there. We don't know what the yeah, situation right is. Right now he hasn't been practicing. He's not with the team. They're saying they hope. Everything coming out of the news is they hope he can be ready for training camp. Nothing is for certain and we we look, I played this game personally all last year. Michael Thomas will come out and say, ah, man, I'm hoping to be back by, you know, it'll be week one. And then they're like, okay, well, we're hoping he can be back by week three. And then it'll be all soon. He'll be back soon. And then it's week eight and you've missed half the season. And all of a sudden Mike Thomas is dust, you know? So I'm, I'm not playing that game. Like it's Landry or no one for me this year. Yeah. Um, What are your thoughts on Melvin Gordon in the 10th? That's huge value. That's, I that's think crazy. this is a, and I know that th- that sleeper obviously can't have dynasty goggles on, as I said earlier, but sure. 
Melvin Gordon in the 10th round, he's going to play 40 to 45% of snaps. He's yeah. always been effective. A high-powered offense. I don't like picking him, but I think in the 10th round, with how ugly uh, running back got really quick, right next to guys like Pierce, Penny, Spiller, like... The only way Spiller gives you anything is if Eckler goes down. Melvin has standalone value right there. It's true. It's Ronald true, yeah. Jones in the 11th. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Ronald Jones guy. Yeah. I, I think honestly, in that offense, he he's an eighth round, seventh, eighth round pick. Yeah. You get into some value there. I mean, I like a lot of the picks in, in round 10. I think the only one I don't love is Michael Gallup. Um, but I mean, that's, that's a solid round. Doesn't, Picking Michael Gallup to do anything kind of come with a price if he doesn't do it. Um, yeah, and on to the twelfth round, uh, there were <laughs> other guys. <laughs> Alan Lazard in the eleventh, a die. That's a big yeah. call. Alan Lazard should be yeah. right at a thousand yards, eight to ten touchdowns. He's a big dude who does it all for them. I, Aaron Rodgers I love loves Alan him. Lazard there. I yeah. I was going to pick him had he been there. So uh I totally understand that. Um I thought what for sure when you went gauge, what round was that? That was a ninth. I think in the ninth, I was pretty certain I would get gauge or Lazard. Forgot about Lazard, but also I'm happy with Komet there. Yeah. Honestly, this just goes to remind you though, that put guys in your queue, like go through, put guys in your queue. Yeah. Like, so you don't forget about a Lazard. So you don't forget about, you know, a Landry or, you know, whoever else, a commit, whoever else that you're not wanting to forget about. Don't, don't miss out. Like, yeah, make sure you're sure. using the tools that you're given. What um, do you think? Man, last question about this board. Okay. Elijah Moore before the NFL draft was yep. a what? Fourth, fifth round pick. I mean, he was one of the hottest names in the game. Yeah. Does drafting a rookie really knock him down four or five rounds? Yeah, is that too it, much uh, of a correction? I don't necessarily think so because Garrett Wilson is is talented. He's a top 10 pick now. And it's like the team's telling us, okay, we want Garrett Wilson to be our one. But I I think it's more I think it's closer than people want to admit Elijah Moore is that talented and having a year extra in the league. Um, kind of gives him so, that rapport with Zach Wilson. So I think it might be an overcorrection, but I don't think you're getting like crazy value. I think he's going right around where he should. So what are your thoughts on Russell Gage versus Elijah Moore? Oh, I'm taking Gage. I'm taking Gage. Um, okay. So I, yeah, I think if I was going to go receiver in the eighth, I, I probably should have. I agree with you. That was a a little bit of star eyes for the name more there. Sure. Sure. I mean, what a, what a draft though, buddy. What a, I'm happy with it, man. I got a lot of my favorite players. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was good, man. I think, uh, I think that's a good place to call this show that man. What are we doing this again? Two weeks. Let's do this again in a couple of weeks. Get some people on here. Um, including you guys, you guys that contribute to the chat. If you have the yeah. ability to get in the mock draft, even yeah, if you don't get have... on video, if you just want to make picks and have Dustin and I analyze your picks as we are also in the same mock, that'd be a lot of fun. For sure. 
we'll we'll hop on and we'll do it. Have a have a bunch of fun, and that'll be that'll be a good time. We'll look forward to seeing you guys. Um, we we'll back stuff. on Mon- Monday or Tuesday with a regular show. Yeah, we'll be back Tuesday. Uh, okay. Regular show next week. Um, we'll kind of drop some some hints as to what we'll be talking about next week as the week continues and through the weekend. Thanks so much for being a part of this, guys. Thanks for listening and watching. As always, losing sucks. Don't do it.